Welcome to the Skyda Softball Podcast. Your host, Matt Scott, will be interviewing players from past events and future events. And now, your host, Matt Scott. Hey, everybody. We at the 521 Finland Station are a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Come down to see us at the 521 Finland Station here in Kershaw, South Carolina, home of the 16-ounce ribeye. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I know it's been a while since we did an episode episode of the podcast, but here we are. We're back. And on this episode, we have 2022 Team Scott participant and soon-to-be Oklahoma State softball player, Carly Godwin. Miss Carly, thank you for coming on today. Glad to have you. Thank you. So, Carly, one one of the things I usually kind of go into with other guests is their recruiting experience you know I know that as you're a senior in high school at this moment what you know what has that what was that experience like for you just to have the college offers come in you know what what has the experience been like for you and to follow up with the with the question I'm asking uh, asking right here what advice would you give to any you know any other high school athlete out there who might be starting their own recruiting experience all right so for me um my recruiting started early because I got into travel softball and I was playing at a high level at a young age but then they changed the rule where you couldn't commit or go on any visits until September 1st of your junior year so before that, I'd had a couple schools contacting me, and I'd went on one or two visits. Um, but then I believe that was my freshman year. So then I had to wait until my junior year, and I stayed. The biggest thing for me was going to camps and meeting the coaches and building relationships with them and then emailing, um, just making my emails personal and emailing them at least once a week after games, just stuff like that, where you can actually build relationships and kind of talk about like personal things, I guess. And then after that, after September 1st, after I had people calling me, I pretty much knew where I wanted to go. And with Oklahoma State, after the first time I went there, I'd got in the car and I told my dad, I said, if God will make it possible, this is where I want to be. And um, luckily, it worked out, and September 1st, uh, they contacted me, and then on September 4th, I went on a visit and committed, so that was, I, a lot of people say, you didn't want to take extra visits and talk to anybody else more in depth, and I was like, well, I didn't really, I knew that's where I wanted to be, and I would feel, I would have felt kind of guilty if I wasted other people's times, Right. so I just jumped on that, and I've never regretted that a a day since. And um, like I said, I'm going in June, right after I graduate high school, so I'm super excited about that. And my biggest advice would be kind of to, if you say this is really what you want to do and you do want to go to college, you have to do the things that it takes to get there. Obviously, I didn't want to be sending emails every night 
I didn't want to, um, you know, just have to, I don't know. I'm not gonna say I didn't want to, but it, that was hard. It's not just a walk in the park. You got to fight for what you want. And, um, it is hard. So you just have to stick with it. And I guess time will show who wants it and who doesn't. And you, and they can tell if you're putting your whole heart and all your effort into it, just like they can at camps and stuff like that. So if you really want it, you got to do what it takes to get there. Yeah. And I think one of the other things too, which I'm sure you'll easily agree with me on this because I've had, I've had guys and girls tell me that, you know, the grades are also a key thing when coaches are looking at your, uh, you know, stats from the seasons and all that. But, but I've heard, I, you know, being involved with coaching now here in Lancaster County, I've heard some coaches, you know, they've had colleges ask about more of, and I feel like this is kind of t- touching back on what you were saying, more of, the person, you know, the personality of the player, like would they be a good fit for our program, you know, the grades and that sort of stuff too. Because I learned way back in my my heyday, even though I'm only 24, about to be 25, uh, you know, grades. I always learned that the grades were also a huge thing too. I feel like, you know, just kind of touching more on what you're at saying there. Oh yeah, uh, grades are super important. So what, uh, as far as Oklahoma State goes, what? And your in your first look at the facility, the, you know, and the campus. What was the first thing that stood out to you there, or about the facility there in Oklahoma State? Well, as far as the facility, um, it's it's so I don't know how to describe it. It's just with the if you watch the games, you see the corrals outside the field. And it's just the atmosphere of the games that everybody there supports you. And the games, like, the crowd makes the games even more intense than they already are. Yeah. So you do something good. The crowd, like, the in the corrals, they're going crazy. They're screaming. They're beating on the fence. I think that was kind of the most the, – the first thing that kind of stuck out to me with like the facilities and stuff but overall I think it was just when you go everybody supports you whether you're an athlete or not and especially the athletes you get so much support and everybody knows everybody kind of it's a huge school but it feels like with my hometown I'm from a small small town out in the country so I mean, it just reminded me of home. Like, this obviously the university is huge, but like you'll see the president walking down the street, and she'll say, "Hey, like, how are you?" And everybody is just—it's really is like a, a family, and you just know that people are there to support you, and they're there for you, and they're going to do anything that they can to help you succeed. Yeah, and I think you know here and just things like that with any college, you know, in today's, in today's world, I feel like that's something that definitely makes the college experience a lot more, I I wouldn't say relaxing, but more, you know, where it can help you enjoy it more. Yeah. So uh, what, what, uh, what will your major be at Oklahoma State? 
So I'm planning on majoring in business administration and then minoring in special education. Okay. And then as I'm going to segue into the, my next question here, going off the special education minor for your degree, uh, being able to kind of interact with you going back from the last year's softball event to, you know, March of 2023, I've been, I was actually, you know, I was glad to see, you know, you – I feel like you, you're you're putting on a, a fantastic event in your area, a autism awareness game. There's more – more. I feel like there's more awareness types of events in high schools now, nowadays because, you know, as I'm coaching at North, North Central High School in Kershaw, we're doing an autism awareness game as well where all of us will be wearing special jerseys, that sort of stuff. But – uh. Going back to y'all's up in the uh, game in North Carolina, how did how did the idea come about? And just kind of talk about, you know, what 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 got your what sparked the the idea into you know where it's, what it's becoming. So I've always um, had a like a passion, I guess is what you'd call it, for just special needs and special ed in general, and this. Um, with the class at my high school, I'm always in there. I'm always helping them with work, field trips, just all kinds of stuff. And we went to the fair in October of last year, and it was just for the special friends day. So that was all the um, self-contained special needs classes in the county there. And it was, honestly, it was terrible. Like they had two rides open that were for maybe <clears throat> ages like five and these kids are in high school and that was that was just I don't it was just really sad honestly right. and I looked at the teacher and I said I want to do something and I want to go big with it I want these kids to have a day where they feel included and they can actually just let loose and have fun and with things that they actually enjoy doing not just oh we're gonna open up a kitty ride here at the fair because then the kids did not some of them might have but a lot of them did not enjoy that it made them feel like kids and so I looked at Allison and I said we're, let's do some let's do a field day at the school and we'll invite everybody. I'll take the reins on it. This is what I want to do as kind of like my senior project. So she said, all right, well, get it going. And I got you in any way that I can. And I said, okay. So that's when we came up with the special field day. And um, we have so much planned. We have snow cones, cotton candy, popcorn, pizza, hot dogs and hamburgers. We have face painting um we're having some a pony come out some tractor and hay rides um some big what are they called um some they're like blow up games where you can throw footballs and play basketball and um there's just a lot of stuff that we're putting into it and we we were thinking about that and People kept, when they first saw and heard about that, they're like, 
I love that. Can I sponsor you in any way? And we were like, yeah, but I mean, we want to do more with it. So that's when we came up with the idea of the playground. And um, what the plan is, we've built, like we have our blueprint of the playground. And it's really expensive, but it's top of the line. That's exactly how we want it. And the plan is to go over about now to the next five-ish to 10 years and complete the whole thing and just kind of build on it each year. And we're going to have the field day each year and the autism game each year. And um, the playground is going to be at our school, and but outside of school hours, anybody from the county or whoever wants to come play can come play. And um, we're going to have the turf on the ground, the rubber stuff. Um, we're going to have some sensory, I don't know what they're called, like mats and stuff, tiles, a wheelchair accessible, merry-go-round, swing sets with normal swings and wheelchair swings, um, a wheelchair accessible seesaw. So everything we have is going to be for wheelchairs and also not with for people that aren't with wheelchairs. So that's what makes it even better is because we have four out of the 16 kids at just our school that are in wheelchairs. So in all we have right now, we don't have anything. They have to walk around the gym all day. And that's all we have. And that's really sad if you think about it. Like, it really is. Because everyone else can, you know, go outside, go to the track. But those kids can't get there. And it's honestly not healthy. Because, I mean, staying inside all day, you need to have fresh air. You need to get outside. But if you don't have access to anything, then you can't. So that was the biggest inspiration for that piece of it, I guess. And then the autism game, that kind of related to me, you know, playing softball. I was like, one last thing, I want to invite any special needs people that would like to come to come. And we're going to wear jerseys, like you said earlier. Um, we're going to do those. And we're going to raffle off some stuff and just continue raising money for the playground as a whole and we're gonna allow the kids to come on the field and we're gonna kind of walk them around the bases right before the game starts so all of that kind of builds on each other and that's a lot but we're really excited and the end goal is to you know keep this going every single year and um eventually build the playground. Then like the sponsor and any other information about the the game and everything, where can they find that information at? Well it's on my Facebook. Um and we also have a QR code that you can scan and it has everything on it that I can get I don't know I guess I could give it to you and you could attach it to this or whatever, but um, yeah. And what's, and what's the date for the game, by the way, before I also want to ask. April 28th. It's a Friday.
Friday night for and I know we got and I know this podcast has some listeners in North Carolina. So with that being said, they hopefully they make plans. Go check out the wonderful cause that uh, you are doing, Carly, and especially from you know listening to you know everything what you were saying there about trying to help out the kids. That's something I applaud you because I remember you know being in high school as well coming up with this crazy idea known as the softball you know the celebrity softball game thinking that go on for nine years and uh <clears throat> and especially uh we're fixing to make an announcement here very soon so be on the lookout on the socials on twitter facebook instagram it's going to be a wonderful year in 2023 for the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association. But, uh, Carla, one of the other things I just kind of want to go back into talking with you is, you know, did you have any, you know, and so I feel like it's basic when I ask you this, but did you have any favorite athletes growing up? Um, probably Sydney Romero. She played at Oklahoma. She was a third baseman just like me. So I think that might have been somebody that I've looked up to for a long time. And then you, you've done a little bit of coaching on the side too with a little bit of travel ball with the, the Drotar. Yeah. Drotar crowd. I, and I feel like I'm still pronouncing the name wrong. <laughs> but uh, how'd you, how'd you get into get, get in touch with her? I guess you say get, getting into contact with them as far as being involved with the travel stuff. Well, my sister, my little sister played softball and tried out for their team, and then she made it. And then he just kind of pulled me to the side, and he was like, I want people like you that are going places and that understand this type, this caliber of softball to be helping me. So if you could, we would love for you to, you know, join our staff and help out when you can. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and then, you know, kind of, I feel like it's kind of good, you know, segue here. Being a part of the Sky to Softball game in 2022, where, and I, and I still say this with, uh, I, I don't want to say pride because then it sounds like I got a big ego, but uh, the, that, the group of, female talent that I, that we had last year, you know, as you were included in that, I still think that was probably the best group of the, on the female side of things I, I have, I've had to date, uh, you know, and especially getting to know you or getting, getting to meet you through Kayla and her, uh, her family, Be, you know, being a part of the game last year, you know, I think we, I think Kayla had asked you if you wanted to come play. Do you remember when she asked you about coming to play in the game last year? Yeah, she was just like, hey, we got this slow pitch game for the Diabetes Association, and I wanted to know if you wanted to play with me. And I was like, sure. Like, it's going towards a good cause. I get to play a game that I love. So, I mean, why not? And you did put on a show in the home run derby. I will admit that. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so between slow pitch and just the you know the in a regular game of softball, 
and I've heard people say it. Slow pitch it can be a little bit of a challenge. Yeah. I was I was fixed to say I was I was wondering if it was a little bit of a challenge for you. Oh yeah. And the funny thing is I actually had to play fast pitch the next day. And I was I just went home that night. I was like, oh my God, I'm probably gonna do so bad tomorrow after I've hit all this slow pitch and then I'm going to fast pitch. And then I ended up hitting two home runs that day, I think. So I was like, it didn't mess me up too bad. Okay, that's a relief because it's like yeah, we we would have some of the uh, pro ball players too come out. We're just like, all right, we gotta sh- you know, don't overdo it, have a good time. And all of a sudden, they're like, yeah, the first day after throwing a baseball compared to a softball, it was weak. It was so strange. I was kind of like, yeah, my bad, guys. <laughs> but um, I feel like you've had plenty of this experience. But playing under the lights, what was that like for you? Or what was that usually like? I should say. Um. Well, for me, it's like I just love playing softball. Whether it's whether I'm doing the going three for three with three home runs, or whether I'm going zero oh for three with three strikeouts, like I just enjoy it. And anytime I'm under the lights, I just try to take it all in. Like it's, I'm just. And sometimes I do forget, but I am so, like, grateful and just that I get to play the game every single day. And because, you know, just like the special needs kids, they're not as – they they don't – they're not as fortunate. They don't get to do that type of thing. Yeah. So I think the biggest thing is just taking it in and just being grateful for it. Yeah, and, you know, you know, talking about the special needs kids, I think – you know, just just overall, I feel like that's been, that's been the key point of this uh, podcast episode, where we're trying to trying to make an impact for these kids or or any kid. Whenever there's an opportunity to do that, that's something that I I take I don't take for granted because I try to do my best. You know, being you know from being diagnosed with diabetes around age seven to being 24 and not having my own charity event that's had the exposure, the interactions, you know, from all the softball talent to other uh, professional collegiate sports, you know, with whether it's you or Kayla or Angela Gilstrap over at Winthrop or Coach Gilstrap over at Winthrop, you know, it's, it's been, it's been amazing. And like I told you, when you first put out the the uh, stuff for the autism autism game, I, if I can help, I definitely want to try to be any help I can be because, you know, especially having a family member who's autistic as well, you know, that, that sort of thing kind of hits home for me, you know, on a, on a personal standpoint. So that's why I say I applaud you for what you're doing, you know, and like and especially – being, being able to help others, it, it's just a – I feel like, you know, and I think you probably heard me say it that night at in Lancaster, you know, good Lord above has us here for a reason. Yeah. So, so, Carly, with that being said, I know you're busy. 
I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. But before I let you get out of here, one more time, where can they? And I'll be sure to put the link out on our social media account, and when we put the episode out as well, where can they find out more about the autism awareness game? More about what you're trying to do with the playground, all that, and all that good stuff, uh, and the information as well for the autism awareness game. When and where and what time? Okay. Um, all of that is on my Facebook. It's Carly Godwin. And then, like I said, that QR code has everything. So I'll get that to you. And it that should be on my Facebook too. But that's really the only locations it's on. But, yeah. And for those who are listening out there, uh, softball G. Oh wait, before I, I, I feel like I forgot. I know I forgot a question. The last question for you is, and I tell and I tell everybody this, and I think you you may or may not remember, but I tell I usually tell everybody who is a part of the Sky to Softball game, you are a part of what I like to consider a huge family, whether it's a softball game or organization itself you know what's that feeling don't to you knowing that you're a part of what we're trying to do with helping the kids go to get or excuse me helping the kids with diabetes going to camps we escape for a lower cost and just being able to like I said just being a part of it yeah for me it's just being a part of something bigger than myself and giving back and um, just trying to use my life and my platform to make other people's lives better. And I think it's just so, it's really rewarding to see what it, what just like, even with your, your um, softball game, it was just really rewarding to see how much money was made and just to see the stuff you're doing and sending the kids to the camp. And it's just, like I said, for me, it's just being a part of something bigger than yourself and impacting other people's lives with your platform. And, you know, it, it, it goes back to, and I try to put this message out there for everybody, especially, you know, for the players, you know, uh, a guy, by, a former MLB player by the name of Reggie Sanders, he does, he had an autism foundation around the Myrtle Beach area for a good while. Uh, and one of the things he told me, because I always I always try to pick, you know, with, when it comes to other foundation stuff or other fundraisers, I always try to just learn and, you know, being able to put my mind or two minds together. It's a you know, however we can help each other. That's the way I look at it. But point being, Reggie told me, use your passion and your purpose to inspire others to use theirs. And that's something that that still sticks with me to this day. And I and that's something I try to put out there towards anybody who is listening or comes comes and plays in the softball game. And I think that's one of the things that you're doing as well, Carly. Yep, that's my I believe it or not, I do remember that from that night you said it and it stuck with me too and um 
I've always kind of done it, but I feel like I'm actually, you know, taking the next step now. And that's definitely a, uh, and I feel like you'll, you'll learn it or, or I should, I don't know if I should say learn, but you'll definitely notice it the more, the more it, this, this, uh, the, you know, the more it'll grow because, you know, as you're saying, you have the goals and aberrations for trying to make this grow each year and trying to get this wonderful play, uh, playground facility for the kids. You know, at the end of the day, uh, for those listening out there, you know, hit hit up Carly on Twitter or, fa- or on her, yeah, don't type, or on her mm-hmm. Facebook. That way y'all can donate, sponsor, help her out, you know, we support it. Y'all should too. But uh, for those listening out there, again, thank you for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure you hit us up on our social medias at Sky to Softball G. That is Twitter and Instagram, Sky to Softball Game on Facebook. And wherever you get your podcast, uh, whether it's Spotify, Apple, or on iHeartRadio for our uh, South Carolina, North Carolina listeners out there. Uh, Trying to make sure I'm covering all my tracks here. But uh, Carly, once again, thank you for coming on. And we hope that the autism game next month goes great. We'll have you a couple of auction items sent that way. That way we can try to help you get a little bit more money in the pockets. But uh, like I said, thank you again. Thank you. Hey guys, we at On Campus Sports Cards are a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Come see us in Merrill's Inlet, South Carolina. We're open from 10.30 to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday. Hey, this is Barry Klankenek with Clank's Mosquito and Ant Control. We're a proud sponsor of the South Carolina Youth Diabetes Association and their celebrity softball game. Uh, if you need a quote or have any questions, feel free to reach out via Facebook.